sorry, I can't be there. I'm getting my windows resized that day. They just have to. It has to be that day. It's got it to be resized. To, what day was it? Oh, that's the day. That's the that's, that's, that's the day. Exactly. Whatever you're about to say is the day I got to do that. It's, uh, I asked them. I asked them. I said, "Does it have to be?" And they, yeah, they said, "There's no Six. other way." Excuse me, Mr. Windows. Can I reschedule? Oh, can't reschedule your book. No, up? no, right. no. Mr. It's, Windows, uh, due to complications with COVID. <laughs> Mr. Windows <laughs> is only available one day a week due to COVID. Yeah. Or is oh, it why aren't we Windows? Why aren't we capturing this? Are you not? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess we technically are. We'll put it. We'll find a way to work this into the episode. All right, yeah, sure. we're going into our intro video. <laughs> this Mr. is Windows. gonna be the whole pod. This is gonna. We're gonna keep this. It's gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. Sure, <laughs> oh, welcome back, you tiny pickles. We <laughs> welcome to Respawn Aim Fire, the Kickass Irreverent Gaming Podcast, brought to you by Affable Idiots. Before we even introduce ourselves, we have the New York Times would like to issue a correction. Last week, we did not. We did not strongly enough. Discourage the use of cheddar cheese as the de facto cheese in American culture. And I'm not saying that it shouldn't be offered. It just shouldn't be sometimes the only choice or the default choice. There are so many better cheeses that are more readily available. That's the statement from New York Times. 20 minutes of destiny and pickles, please, says DF and Smitty in the chat. We already started with pickles, buddy. We're going strong. Welcome, everyone. My name is Chad Michael Innes. We have here Adam Gumbert. How are you, Adam? I'm actually going by a new name. I'm now Dr. Windows uh, Do will be my name. <laughs> Dr. Windows. Henceforth and for forward. Um, so that is me. New York Times, thank you for the correction. Uh, awesome <laughs> that they listened. Let yeah. us know. Yeah. Uh, this is one of those rare episodes where if you're watching live, you don't get the cool backstory of Dr. Windows. But if you go back and you listen again on demand uh, tomorrow morning when this goes live uh, on services, you will know all about Dr. Windows <laughs> and his very limited availability. Um, we do not have a lot to talk about today, so we're going we're gonna to just kind of dance our way through life. I'm drinking. This is... Don't worry, I got one Mountain Dew Zero Sugar Spark. Uh, Adam's also got a Zero Sugar Spark. I've got a second Mountain Dew Zero Sugar Spark ready to go. go I'm just going to motorboat these. Hey, we can't do that. There's a safety mode for that. For soda? Motorboat. Yeah, I can't motorboat between those motorboats. Come on now. Um, you can catch us live on usually Sunday nights. 8.30 Eastern Time. We are a little late tonight. We'll talk about that later. Why? Uh, you can catch us on demand, YouTube and podcast services everywhere. Tuesday mornings, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. We have to talk about some acquisitions today. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 uh, we have to talk about digital purchases being safe again. Yeah. I don't remember reading the thing... Oh, got it. I do. I do now know what that's referencing. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. And sexy people are coming to switch and maybe you might be able to beat them. But first, we're going to talk about our main quest. <laughs> New direction for your favorite board based sport. This is a story coming to us from Adam Bankhurst at IGN talking all about those tiny Heelys. Here's here's how this started. There were kids on Heelys. 
yeah. the little shoes with the wheels on the back of them. They were going around, and people were like, "Damn, what if I could get four of those on something?" And they were like, "Nah, mm. dude, that's skate. That's that's roller skates." And I'm like, "Oh, damn, that somebody already invented that." It's true. But then they're like, "What if your feet weren't connected?" And then they put a plank of wood down, took the wheels off of four Heelys, and they made Skate Four, which is now officially called Skate Period Lowercase. That is the full uh, binomial nomenclature pronunciation. The phylum is sports video game. That's that's the only classification of animal I remember. Anyway, Skate Four is officially called all lowercase Skate Period, and it will be free to play and have crossplay and cross progression. This news was shared via Full Circle's The Boardroom Update. Very good name. Very Boards. good name. I get it board. now. Get it? It's like four Heelys uh, on a plank of wood. A board. Yeah, and the team gotcha. confirmed that lowercase skate period, which is the only way that I will continue to refer to this game, uh, will take place in San Vansterdam, which is a sister city of sorts to Skate and Skate 2's San Vanalona. It also explained why they chose the name all lowercase skate period as opposed to Capital Skate 4. And they said, hey, we don't want this to be a sequel. It's not a reboot. It's not a remake. This is a platform. Hence the free-to-play. It's a platform that they're going to build on for years to come. And they actually mentioned a little bit more about free-to-play here as well, saying that they're going to... Um, the team has laid down some hard ground rules designing how the game will look in regards to microtransactions. And they said they have four rules. No pay-to-win? Cool. Bare minimum. Excellent. No map areas locked behind paywall. I think that's really cool. That's something that always like used to fuck me up about Halo multiplayer. Is like, oh, I can't play all the cool shit if I don't pay the extra money. Or if I do, then the player base is smaller. Stoop. No paid loot boxes. Very nice, although I don't think that's the meta anymore. And no paid gameplay advantages. Cool. So all around, you're just saying you're not going to be bad guys. Love it. Thank you. Finally, all lowercase skate period currently has no release date, but the team promises it will become available as soon as it's ready. Adam, we've talked a little bit about this this transition of more things to free-to-play models uh, and why I think it's an excellent idea. So I'm really glad that this is kind of going in that direction. I think this is a really cool thing. If like, what do you what do you imagine a free-to-play skateboarding game like how do you expand upon that in that free-to-play model what's in that battle pass what does that look like um i already know dr windows here uh brother of mr <laughs> windows i'm a huge fan of this so the idea of paying full price for a skateboarding game that's cool but i so i know how you you mentioned that saying no paid loot boxes seems like an old thing to say and i feel like anytime you say free-to-play people immediately are like I'm a 35-year-old man who plays video games. I'm complaining about a thing from 2007. Um, yep. Because free-to-play games are great. I was thinking about it. Most of the most... Uh, I would say probably vast majority of the most popular video games in the world are all free-to-play. League of Legends, free-to-play. They figured it out. Works great. Dota, same thing. Apex Legends, Fortnite, Rocket League. Again, just name them all off. If you just... And again, them saying it is a platform compared to like, it's a free-to-play thing that we're doing. They're like, oh no, here's the, the free thing. Um, and again, we already know how to monetize it. It could be cool to have a battle pass to like unlock your boards, uh, he different Healy wheels, all that good stuff. <laughs> um, and then of course, giving everyone all the areas and stuff for free. I think this is just like the way to go, honestly, because how many people are you going to get with the $60, $70, you know, 
title and then like support it for two or three years or let's make it free to play it's proven we can still make money and we can keep this going for as long as people want to play it i think it's the way to go especially for something that's a little more niche uh like if again basketball football probably would never go free to play because it makes too much money why would you need to do that right um and then also the nba and the nfl don't want you to do that because they want to make as much money as can uh but for something like skating again smaller audience very cool idea though and i think it'll be great honestly this is what i prefer because now i will definitely play it compared to seven dollars right. waiting for a sale now i will absolutely do it and again people have already figured out for you to play i'm not worried about the the monetization they're going to put out a venom 2 skin because that's what saved movie theaters and i'm going to buy it because <laughs> i want to play venom 2 in the skate game like it's fine also if there's anyone who's going to be skateboarding it's venom right tom hardy streets of san francisco it's it's venom yeah that's his energy the dude's already on motorcycles um, yeah, I'm very excited for this. I, I, thinking of, of like, what could what could the battle pass be? Uh, Venom, Spider-Man, thinking back to Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, Spider-Man was an yeah. unlockable character. Now you just grind out a battle pass. Go grind a bunch of things to grind out a battle pass. Grind rails to grind your battle pass. I like While that. While you grind, all covered up. Because you don't want to look at that, Bayonetta. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> This is yeah. Yes. This is great. As you mentioned, this is just a, it's a way to almost guarantee that I will play it. Um, mm -hmm. It's although one of those things that I found is that like if if something is free to play now, I'm like oh awesome, excellent, super low barrier to entry. I'll get to that eventually, and then I never play it. Uh, similar to like something on Game Pass, like oh yeah, great, I have access to that forever indefinitely. No, I don't. And then it's only whenever it's gone. I'm like fuck, why didn't I play that? But but think about it. Cool. Whenever uh, Brent was like, hey, play Fortnite with me. If you play for Fortnite, there's a 0% chance you would have done that. It was free. You enjoyed a couple nights with them. That's exactly right. It works. Way to go, Adam. You know, I'm a smart man. You know, I am a doctor. <laughs> you are a doctor. A doctor Windows. Not the Windows you think. You'll have to go back and re-listen to this episode. DF and Smitty. Uh, playtime. Let's talk about playtime. What we talked this week, played this week, because it certainly wasn't all lowercase skate. Period. But you do have some, some. What do they call that? Inner caps, camel caps, camel hump. It's some. There's a camel coding toe? term. The camel toe. Yes, there's a, a term when, in the middle of a word, you capitalize something because the fabric gets sucked up into the vagina. <laughs> And you get a camel toe in the middle of the word. So tell me about this camel toe, Mania Tarana. <laughs> uh, yeah, I see what you're going for. Actually, you know what's really funny, though? That Dr. Windows bit will come back. Uh, so, Mania Tarana is actually a TV show I watch. Well, of course, fucking What We Do in the Shadows came out this week. Big fucking deal. Yes. I was, we oh, both enjoyed God. it very much. Oh, no, spoil no spoilers for Colin Robinson. And last season or this season, but excellent as always. Hey, don't call him Colin Robinson. I'm going to make him 100 times more interesting than that man was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, but what this is, is man in the arena. What is that? It's, it is a documentary series that's on ESPN and Disney Plus, And it is uh, a documentary about Tom Brady, his career. Oh. Starting from the beginning all up to now. Well, I don't know how far it goes. But he is literally still playing football, but made a documentary about his career. Um, and again, it's really cool to like go back and see all that. So what this thing does, of course, sports documentaries, whatever. It feels like, um, what was the Michael Jordan one that was really big? Last Dance. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
It's like Last Dance, where, again, Tom Brady is in it all the time. He's talking to you about going through the ups and downs, the good and the bad. But what I love about this show is that every episode they have two guests on, right? So the first episode, uh, there was Drew Bledsoe, who was the guy at the time was the highest paid quarterback ever. And Tom Brady was his backup. And Tom Brady took his job from him and he never got it back. And they have him on to talk about the episode. And then they also have on one of the defensive players that he's good friends with. So it's like, man, they got the dude that you literally took his job away. And you guys are talking about Tom Brady's like first year and the first Super Bowl that they win. Um, it's really cool. I'm up to episode four. Here's what's interesting, right? And it's great. Documentary's a good time. Episode four is the year when they had, they got like a bunch of really, really good, like they got Randy Moss, who's literally one of the best players of all time, a wide receiver. And the Patriots went undefeated this year. And at the same time, the second guest that they have on is a man named Michael Strahan. You'll notice him from... Is he like on a morning talk show or something? Uh, uh, yes, he is with some random white lady. Yeah, um, Kelly Ripa, I think. Yeah, he's or also like, another one. Is, isn't he on like a couple episodes of Sunny in Philadelphia? Probably. It sounds like a Michael Strahan thing to do. Uh, so they have Tom Brady talking. They have Randy Moss talking, which is the guy that they were on. The, they set the record together uh, for passing touchdowns, receiving touchdowns. And then Michael Strahan, they're talking at the same time. And Michael, he was in the Giants. He was like, I was about to retire. I came back for one year. We were trash. They were awful. And it's like, why the fuck are you... If you didn't know what would happen, I know what's happened, so it's great for me. But if you don't know, it's like, why the fuck are they talking about this trash-ass other football team? And then it leads up to, eventually, that the the team Michael Strahan was on barely got into the playoffs. They were literally the last team eligible to get in the playoffs. The Patriots are undefeated going into the Super Bowl, the first time that would ever happen to have a completely undefeated season. And Michael Strahan and his team, again, the very worst team to get in the playoffs, beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. And it's wild to see him from the beginning of his season up to where they beat Tom Brady and Tom Brady's documentary talking about how he lost literally the perfect season that he had, how he lost. And here's the dude that did it is on the other side of the camera. It's fucking wild. It's really good. That sounds good. I, as someone who, who has very, very, very limited football knowledge, American football knowledge, as well as global football knowledge. Um, I had to Google, I think my only touchstone for Tom Brady was, is he the guy who sent his wiener out? And so I just... No. No, Different it turns man. out it wasn't. But I Googled Tom Brady wiener picture. And <laughs> there's a, there's a, an interview he did in 2020 where he just goes off about how he he literally called it amazing, how amazing Rob Gronk's penis is. So Interesting. There's that. A lot of camaraderie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tom Brady penis wiener picture. Oh uh, yeah, great. It's a great thing. It's been out for a little bit. Um, who yeah, is who is the footballman whose wiener is out there? Brett Favre is the Brett one who Favre. sent his penis. That's it to a reporter, and she was like, "Yo, fucking calm down." That's <laughs> it. Yeah, that guy's wild. Uh, and then the games I actually played, XCOM Chimera Squad, which is like that's what that is. SWAT team okay. based XCOM where you play as the aliens and the humans. I beat it. I finally sat down and finished the video game. I was like, cool, a game that I've beaten. Let's go back to XCOM 2, which is the next thing on the list, because I have it on PC <laughs> now. Uh, so it's ray traced in uh, 120 frames a second. It's great. But the last thing that I played, and this actually leans in to Dr. Windows. Oh, I shit. fucking Power Wash Power Simulator. Wash? Yes! Yeah. Oh, God, I'm so into this game. I haven't played it yet. I also don't even know. Oh, it's on Game Pass, isn't it? I can play it on Game it Pass. It is on Game Pass. Yes. Yep. Um, so again, it's one of the similar games like truck driver simulator farming. It's like you doing a mundane thing yep. and holy shit. Is it good? 
Like, it's been an early access forever on PC, and I knew it was a thing. And then I was like, cool, it's on Game Pass. I'll try it now. I'm like, fuck, man. I get it. I get why people... I actually saw a video of a dude who was playing truck driving simulator and built a full rig. So it's like yep. completely in front of him, completely to the side of him. He's got like real chairs and shit. And it's like, just go get a real truck. But I get why you do it. Cause it's so like, I'm just going to sit here and do it's, it's perfect. You have like OCD or whatever. Right. Mm. Or any kind of thing like that. We're like, all right, I have a list of things to do. I'm going to carp uh, compartmentalize them and just knock out my list. It's like, all right, I got to clean the shed. I got to clean the grill. I got to clean the pond. I got to clean the patio. And you just boom, 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 and do it. And it's so fucking satisfying. It makes no sense how good that game is. And I think your company in that game is like Dr. Wash or something. But me, I'm Dr. Windows. Nice. Yes. Clean all the windows. Windows are real hard. You got to get right in the the corners with the heavy pressure. You know what's tough, though, is the, the old windows on the old houses... And mm-hmm. how like the paint's peeling, like the yeah, chipping they away, and you pressure, and yeah, you you pressure wash it, and just like there's the window, there goes that window, and then that's your whole day. Yeah, but it's great. It's way better than it should be. So I can't wait I to play it. Uh, I am speaking of way better than it should be. Deathloop, Adam. I don't know if you've heard of this game, Deathloop. I think I have. Once or there twice. was like 75 different showings of trailers right before it came out. Uh, Deathloop is is very good. And it is, uh, I think I am just about to the end. I, I'm to the point mm-hmm. now where I've, the whole game is basically just a logic puzzle, but it gives you all the answers. You just have to go and collect all the answers and all the different, it's like, yeah. Brenda loves milk, but Harry hates people who love milk, but loves sitting next to cats. Cats eat <laughs> apples on Tuesdays, and you just gotta like put the puzzle together to figure out how the cafeteria is. And then it's death loop, but it's, you know, you just gotta kill all the people. So I've gotten mm-hmm. like, so and so will be here at this time. You got to do this, and so I've I've gotten it down to like I almost got everyone in one run. Mm-hmm. I think now I'm just like exploring the final thing. I, like Juliana and Wendy, Wenji, I got to figure out. All yeah. the Juliana, I'm on her quest. So, and then it puts you in the thing. Where it's like, hey, here's the run. Go do it. And it's like, oh, it's so fucking satisfying to like do wait. the thing. Yep, it's great. Yep. So uh, I think I'm almost done with that. Having a very good time with it. Um. There was something else I was going to say about it, too, that I've forgotten. Oh, I don't know if we talked. You've listened to the theme song, right? The theme song? I think the same. Whenever you get a chance, everyone go to YouTube or Mm -hmm. Spotify or whatever you have and look up. I think it's called Deja Vu, which is the song from the trailer. And it is a James Bond fucking theme. It's basically a James Bond song. Uh, You really need to listen to it. It's very, very good. Gotcha. All right. Uh, then we played, <clears throat> the reason this episode is a day delayed live, so we're recording this on Monday night instead of Sunday, is uh, because of Destiny 2, Adam. And something we've learned <clears throat> with Season 17 that came out about six weeks ago, they've made it so that they, they're giving you an excuse to play old dungeons, old raids again. Because once they were no longer like the main dungeon or the main raid... They didn't give you, like, really high-level gear when you went through them. Mm. If you've collected everything from it, like, there was no reason for you to go back and play these things. So in Season 17, they introduced a weekly raid that rotates out of the four or five that are active right now. And when that raid is active, it is farmable. So usually you can run through every encounter in the raid once per week per character. And then if you do it again, you get nothing. But this time, you just continue to get that same gear. And they specified legendary gear. That was it. 
Mm -hmm. Just legendary. Just legendary, not exotic gear. Exotic is better. Right? Exotic is, yes, better than legendary. Exotic is like specifically crafted shit. Mm -hmm. Four weeks ago, someone on Reddit proved the exotics are farmable on the weekly raids. And then there are YouTube videos showing each of the different weekly raids. They are farmable. You can get the exotic after your 5th, 6th, 10th, 20th, 100th time. So we were like, all right, everyone, let's go play the weekly raid this week. It is Val, or sorry, Vault of Glass. It is a raid that at one time I thought I was never going to beat, and I got really depressed. And then it turns out we got graded it, and now we're beating it a ton. It was the first one. It was, it was the first one from Destiny 1. I had I never know, played but... raids in Destiny 1 because I didn't have friends. And then Destiny gotcha. 2 came around. Well, I didn't, I didn't have more than one friend who played Destiny. Now I have so many friends. <clears throat> Too many. Um, and so we played it. And three of us have Vex class, which is the raid-exclusive weapon at the very end of it. Three of us do not. And Adam, we beat that boss 13 times last night. Mm, we played geez. for six hours, beat that boss 13 times. For a total of 21 clears, we have now beat that mm -hmm. raid 21 times. Not a single one of us got Vex class last night. Oof, that's rough. It was deflating, to say the least. That gun has a less than 2% chance of dropping. And they claim that it has drop uh, bad luck protection, which is if you don't get it the first time, then your chance is slightly in increased the next time. And if you don't get it the next time, and then it's slightly increased. So that eventually you will have a run where you have 100% guaranteed probability of getting that gun. Mm -hmm. But, ooh, Lord, it is not dropping, and I am a pissed. I believe I had someone who was a Destiny fan tell me the numbers on that. I remember the Vault of Glass. That's where you had to, like, go to the other world and people call out which orbs to shoot and shit. Yeah, and the oracles. Yeah, yeah. yeah apparently, so to 100% guarantee you'd get it, you'd have to clear that battle 98 times, right? Um, I don't know. I don't know the, f the actual numbers on the bad luck protection, but if it's less yeah. than 2% drop rate, then 50 should get you it, right? Oh, 50. Statistically. Yeah, I had a friend who beat it 32 times and still didn't have it. Yeah, well, we're, we're getting up there. We, we cleared it 13 <laughs> times last night. So, uh, yeah, that was rough. That was rough. See, now this is an argument for free-to-play because, again, you guys enjoy the game. It's awesome. If someone was like, yo, give me 20 bucks and you can have this gun, would you do it at this point? Oh, yeah. I paid $35 to have somebody beat a Grandmaster Nightfall just so I could get the Platinum Trophy. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I would pay money for this gun. But, uh, yeah, the week before we did the same thing with Deepstone Crypt and for Matt and Jericho to get Eyes of Tomorrow, and they did the same thing. We played it like six or seven times. They didn't get it, but, um, yeah, fucking sucks. But some good news that came out of it is we came up with a whole brand of pickle-related content. Oh, wow, that's where it came from, huh? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we have, we have alcoholic pickles, which are not what you would think. They're not pickles that were made in alcohol. They're pickles that hit you for no reason, and then you can't blame them because they were inebriated. Or Medicinal Pickles, which is our new band, the Medicinal Pickles. Oh, it's a band, okay. Yep, yep, it's great, excellent content. That's when that's when we're getting to the very end of it and people are getting silly and all that fun yeah. stuff, it's good. I remember when me and my friends were fucking seven years old or whatever dumbass age we were, where we would get slap happy or whatever. You know, we'd be up at fucking five in the morning playing GTA yeah. 3. And then we would literally just say letters of the alphabet and fucking die laughing. Like, that's how fucking... <laughs> we were fucking stupid. Holy shit. I love it.
Oh, speaking of Destiny 2, let's jump into our quest log with Welcome to the Fam, Bungie. This comes from Gabe Gerwin at GameSpot. GGG. This company, having been independent for the last 15 years, is now officially part of the PlayStation family. They said, Microsoft, thanks but no thanks. We'll leave you now. And then they said, you know what? We're going to go across the street to your ex-best friend's house, and we're going to go play Pokemon at their house. So this move, <laughs> which was, maybe I was, maybe I was that kid. Maybe I was the Microsoft so in that situation when I was bit. a kid. <laughs> this move, which was announced uh, pending regulatory approval early this year, officially closed this week, which makes Bungie a first-party studio under Sony Interactive Entertainment. Again, we've talked about this on the show before, but just in case you, uh, this is news to you, Bungie is a PlayStation studio, but they are staying independent as far as, pum- uh, not punish- punishment, publishing. <laughs> They're staying independent as far as publishing goes. They're continuing to release on uh, other platforms as well. They will not abandon people who play on PC or Xbox. Um, but we may see a little bit of increased focus on the PS4 and PS5 in Destiny. Um they will, they say the biggest change that will happen as a result of this is, quote, an acceleration in hiring talent. So we're going to have more people working on the game, making really great experiences. Sony has uh, been on a buying spree recently. They've bought a bunch of people, including the PC port developer Nix's software, the Haven Studios from Jade Raymond, who's yet to put out a game, but man, they put a lot of trust in her, and Returnal developer Housemark, uh, among a few others. So, Excellent to see Bungie getting that support that they need. They have a great product. Sony's bringing them great money. And Sony will learn a lot from them as they inform their other, what, 22 multiplayer, like, online games that they're looking to do. Yeah, I remember that the being the big part was like, we need help with live service games. Yeah. It's like, well, they seem like the good people to do it because uh, they know what they're doing. So, and again, yeah, let them be independent. Let them do their thing. Um, but then still getting... You know, PlayStation fans are probably, I'm assuming, maybe with PlayStation Plus, get free fucking bungee extras. I, I, every oh, time I go on Twitch you know Prime, it's like, claim this thing for Destiny. I'm like, I don't play Destiny, but I guess I'll claim Right, it. yeah. I use my mommy's Twitch Prime, so or uh, Amazon Prime, so I don't like link it to my game stuff because I feel like that'd be weird if my mom got gaming emails. So, like, I'm tired of like people getting free Amazon stuff. I want my now my PlayStation stuff. Give me my PlayStation Plus exclusive shit. Although watch it. it be the extra or premium tiers instead. I'm going to be like, fuck you. Fuck. <laughs> uh, Bayo 3 is coming out, but you don't have to make her boobies come out. <laughs> 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 Says Ryan Tinsdale at IGN. We have waited so long, Adam, for this freaking game. Do you remember? This was Christmas 1991. <laughs> Reggie yeah. got on stage and said, Bayonetta 3 is coming. Nintendo has finally revealed that it is coming October 28th to Nintendo Switch. There was a new trailer that was announced, or that was shown off as well to announce the release date. Five years since the game was officially announced back in December 2017. Showed off some new transformations, fast-paced fighting, the stylish action that you're used to from Platinum Games. Uh, And alongside the October 28th release date announcement, they also announced a family-friendly, naive angel mode... If you have ever played a Bayonetta game or have ever looked at Bayonetta, the character, then you know it's very dirty. And there is a lot of moaning and unnecessary sexualization, uh, which is just part of the Bayonetta brand. 
But Nintendo says, you know what? Now that we are like putting all this money behind this franchise, let's make it something that you can play with the little kiddos in the room. So they literally said, quote, by turning it on, sorry, in, in reference to Naive Angel mode, quote, by turning it on, you can play right in the living room without having to worry what's on the screen. We think. Wink, 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 wink. Because while there won't be any boobies, all the enemies turn into vaginas. <laughs> vaginas and panguses all over the place. Yep, big old pangans. Um, this, this is this is great. I I appreciate that they are attempting to hit a new audience with this. I'm I was starting to think about today, like what if they. What if they like release this game? This is not something I think they should do, but like, what if there was a time and space where they released two versions, like two boxed copies of this game? Like, one of them was the E for Everyone Bayonetta or T for Teen Bayonetta, and one of them was the M for Mature. But now it's just like, no, you can put them on, take them off, and the this is the equivalent. Here's what it is: the mm. default mode is boobies out. Yeah. What if that wasn't the default mode? And then the secret was, you know, as kids, you had to go in and put in the cheat code in the menu, and then it shows the boobies. Yeah, it's the Tomb Raider booby cheat. There is a game that did that. I've been thinking about it. It's very hard to get now. You can basically only get it on PC or if, I think, if you have like a 360 or PS3. But there's a game called Saboteur. Remember from EA? Saboteur, I barely knew her. Yeah, <laughs> where you were like uh, in your uh, Paris, I believe fighting nazis or some shit like that it's a world game mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. but there was a five dollar dlc i think it was five dollars or maybe you had to do as a pre-order there's a little option that you had to pay or pre-order for that was nudity mode and all the stripper girls uh... took the tassels off their boobies and you saw nipples <laughs> so this is bayonetta doing that in reverse you don't pay for it i assume it's just part of the game there is so if you search saboteur game on jujul you get one tiny little picture on the top of the saboteur or the PC action game that you're talking about. And then a lot of listings for the strategy card game saboteur from board mm. game geek, uh, about a bunch of little horny dwarves in a cave. Oh, very cool. Yep. Fun story. I like it. Uh, we're uh, gonna pause here because we've got a segment from Adam. That's oh, the sound God. of boobs. I don't know if the voice isolation feature in our editing is going to cut it. that out, but I heard it in Discord. <laughs> no, that was the sound of boobs. So <laughs> you know what you know what it is right now? It's in the middle of July, and I I would say it's a hot hot summer, right? Would you agree, Chad? It's a hot hot summer. Yes. <laughs> uh -huh. Our game on game uh, show is going to sync up really well with this. Is it? Maybe yep. not. I don't know. Uh, so I'm trying to hey Chad go out in the summertime hook up with some hot video game characters how about this Ooh, very nice how close is this to your game on game show uh not very close similarly Good. themed like yeah. using the same thing as an excuse but yeah, horny, nice. horny times yeah yeah gotcha so what we're gonna do is we're gonna play video game tinder and adam Ooh. made a, a good old list of 20 okay. people that i went this isn't my list well one of actually number eight will surprise you number eight was mine was my doing um <laughs> But I just went on the internet. This is very dangerous. Type in like most attractive video game characters, sex yeah. appeal, video game, whatever, and you'll get multiple lists. So I have a list I got of 20 my Google people. image search ready. Yes, I have. Okay. You'll know most of them. Uh, probably. 
Uh, so I have my list. And we're going to do the RNG. We're going to do eight. Um, we're going to... No. I'm going to do RNG, and we're going to get to an eight, and then to a four, and we're going to have a tournament. Whatever. Good times. Okay. All right. So RNG number one, we're going to have Link from Legend of Zelda versus Cortana from Halo. Who is the more, who are you swiping right on? Who's the sexy time? So I have to swipe left on the other one, right? Yeah, you're swiping right on one, left on the Good. other. Good. Good, cuz we are hardcore swiping right on our Aunt Cortana. Someone with that much power and confidence and they're see-through? Love it. That's pretty good. No no love for Link. I just don't like that he doesn't talk. What are you, what are you supposed to do? Just fuck? Well, I mean, you'll still hear him go Scah! as he jizzes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that at all. All right, so Cortana, get get the swipe right. <laughs> I guess he doesn't have a vagina. I was gonna say if you accidentally like slip out and try to accidentally put it in the butthole in here, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. So next up we have Zagoras. Is Zagoras the boy from Hades? Um oh, boy from Hades. I think That's... his name is he says Zag, but it's it's a real oh. Greek name, I believe, right? Zag uh, Zagreus? Zagreus? Yeah, something like that. Uh, so Sexy Boy from Hades okay. or Bayonetta. We're going to go Sexy Boy from Hades. Correct choice. Yeah. He's a Greek god. Uh, his dad is Hades. So you, there's a good in there. And Bayonetta is just a hair witch. It's kind of weird. I, I, that's the thing. Witch. That's the thing that threw me. It was the hair. You know, as soon as she takes off those panties, like it's gonna be nothing but Bayonetta hair monsters down there. Oh, I never even thought about that. Yeah, it was like wolves and spiders made out of hair. I don't like any of that. Put on that safe <laughs> mode, that naive angel mode. Yes. Put that on for me. Uh, let's see. Oh, we got it. Number eight will surprise you. Number eight, Jeff Keeley. Okay. Versus, okay. oh, we already had number two. Versus Sonic the Hedgehog. Which Sonic the Hedgehog, though? Just Sonic the Hedgehog. You pick. You pick whatever one you want. You want to swipe left or right okay. on. Okay. Okay. Versus Jeff Keeley. I, I like. Here's the thing, Sonic. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna swipe right on Sonic for the story. Okay. I, I have no interest in Jeff Keighley, but Sonic, I don't love Sonic games, but he's rising in popularity right now. He's, he's having cool, a comeback. Dude. This is like, I get to say I slept with Robert Downey Jr. on the set of Iron Man. Mm -hmm. You know, but this is like, he was strung out, coked out, all the, went to rehab, wasn't cool anymore. And then I say, I fucked him back into relevance. Oh. I'm doing the same thing to Sonic because open world Sonic game that everyone hates is about to come out. And yeah. then also he's, the movies are doing well. So I'm going to fuck Sonic back into relevance. Interesting. <laughs> it's an interesting way to go with it. Mm -hmm. uh, next up, we have Garrus from Mass Effect. Everyone's favorite yep. alien that you want to romance, uh, which apparently the game devs were shocked that people wanted to fuck Garrus. Uh, versus boo, 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 Garrus versus Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII. Oh, Sephiroth. which of these bad boys? Um, it's gonna. Oh God, we've already got a dirty boy in Zagreus. We need an honorable boy to treat you right. We're gonna go with Garrus. Garrus, all right. Yeah, he Garrus. is. He will treat you right. That's very true. Yep. All right, Sephiroth is out of there. We are halfway through. Next up, we have 
<laughs> professor Turo from Pokemon. I think that's the man professor. The, the oh, new is that, that the, the one that for. everyone's horny for? It the the new ones. Yeah, the new the new horny professor. How do you spell his name? Turo, T U R O. Okay, got it. Versus Lara Croft. Mmm, this one's tough. Okay. I see. I can't tell what's actual art of Professor Turo and what is just horny deviant art of Professor Turo, because they're all sexy. Yeah. Versus, but Lara Croft, that new Lara Croft, though, mm-hmm. and she's all like crying because she killed someone, and then she's like, "I'm gonna kill everyone else for the next two games." It's like, I don't know. Here's what. I, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pass on Turo. Because, okay. we've, again, we've already got the hot bod Zagreus, but I'm passing on Turo mostly because he kind of reminds me of if Tim Geddes and Maroon <laughs> 5 guy had like, mushed themselves together. Yeah, and Adam Levine, like, mushed themselves together. And it's like, I don't, I don't know if I could do that. Interesting, interesting. Okay, yeah. we're going to do one more because I'm switching it up on you in the middle of it. A Nathan Drake. Okay. From the classic Uncharted versus the Master Chief. Here's the thing. Nathan Drake, sexy man. Mm -hmm. I've seen Master Chief's butt now. That's a good butt. That's a good butt. So we're going Master Chief. All right. Master Chief, number six. Here's what I did. I changed this up on you. I told you it'd be an eight-person tournament. Uh-huh. But things are changing. I'm going to mm. run down the list of people we didn't get to just because these are fun. Okay. And again, this is the internet, except for Jeff Healy. That was me. Uh, Professor Sada, which is the, the girl professor. Right. Uh, Lady Dimitrask. Right. Okay. Of course. Uh, Miranda Lawson from Mass Effect. Oh, yeah. Miranda. I forgot Effect about her. Big old booty. Kratos from God of War. Uh, Shadow the Hedgehog <laughs> and Rouge the Bat. <laughs> Again, a lot of horny people are horny for Sonic. Don't go on DeviantArt and look for Sonic because yeah. it's bad. Uh, and then we also had Widowmaker from Overwatch and Geralt of Rivia from The Witcher were the other ones. Got it. Oh, yeah. Miranda. She would have taken the whole thing, I think. Yeah. So now, here's where we're gonna, how we're going to change it up. Chad, it's, it's Tinder. Oopsie. This is a sitcom from the 90s. You invited three Uh-oh. dates out at the same time. Oh, <laughs> You've got to figure it out. So between the three, you're going to say, actually, this is the person I want to go home and try to put my penis in tonight. So okay. you have Cortana and yep. Zag and okay. Sonic. It's a three-person. There are mm. three different restaurants. you got to run around. Which one do you think you're going to stick with? Oh, God. Okay. Zag, Sonic, and Cortana. Cortana. It's got to be Cortana. It's got to be Cortana because if it's not Cortana, if I don't pleasure Cortana so right and she realizes she gets wronged and I go off with someone else, mm-hmm. all of my my whole house is a smart house. It's all home kit shit. <laughs> <It's all over. laughs> she's going to she's going to fuck it all up. And I'm never going to be able to turn the lights on or adjust the thermostat or anything like that. So it's Cortana. Understood. Okay. Same situation now. It's at a Mexican restaurant, an Italian restaurant, and a hot dog stand. You got three people at three different dates. You got to run between. We've got Garrus, Laura Croft, and the Master Chief. Who's at the hot dog stand? Who's a hot dog person? 
Garrett seems like he'd be. It a doesn't matter. Person. It doesn't matter. Master Chief's fucking butt, dude. Yeah, we're going mm -hmm. Master Chief. Oh, now we're in a bit of a pickle. Oh shit, Master Chief and Cortana. Oh yeah, no! You're on your way to your car to finish the deal. One person's. It's like a telltale game. One person yeah. on the left, one person on the right. Who are you actually taking home, Cortana or Master uh, Chief? But see, Cortana is not corporeal. So it can you, never you put feel her all the way in the finals. <laughs> it, it, but it cannot. It cannot ever feel as good as Master Chief's butt will feel. So we're putting it in Master Chief. Final answer, and we're bringing the hot dogs we got at the hot dog cart <laughs> just for fun. All right, there you go. Master Chief is the hot, hot summertime video game. Tinder swipe. Yep. There we go. Fun times. Love it. Good stuff. Thank you. Segment from Adams. You're so welcome. No Getting problem. back to our quest log. You can punch Shaggy real soon. Says Jason Finelli at GameSpot. Get your thumbsticks ready. I don't have my watch on. What is today's date? The 18th. 18th. Oh, yep. shit. It's coming so soon. Warner Bros. and Player First Games have confirmed that Multiverses Open Beta, which has been teased since before the closed beta in late May, will kick off July 26th with early access for those who participated in the closed beta beginning tomorrow as we're recording this. July 19th. So this game specializes on two-on-two -on -two battles. You have each character's moveset introducing abilities that will both hurt opponents and help allies at the same time. We know the roster. It's excellent. Adventure Time people. Shaggy from Shooby-Doo. We've got all sorts of great stuff. Velma. We saw Iron Giant gameplay for the first time in this new trailer, though, uh, from the 1999 cult classic film and also the 2018 hit film ready player one i think it was 18, 2018 yeah he was in there yeah 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 yeah. um he's a tank character in the tallest game tallest in the game so far with a diving cannonball attack that can spike characters into their deaths if connecting off stage the announcement comes just before a multiverse themed panel at san diego comic-con which will feature a behind the scenes look with matthew lillard aka the second killer from the original scream movie and also shaggy and tara strong who plays harley quinn Multiverse's open beta will be on all platforms. So if you're like, oh my god, do I have to have a certain platform? No, you can play it on PS4, 5, Xbox Series X, S1, and PC. Not Switch. Um, and then those who did not participate in the closed beta in May can earn early access codes via Twitch drops on any Multiverse's stream beginning next week. So you can play a little bit early if you consume that content. Dope. I'm, I'm excited for that. Uh, did they say when it, does it end? Does the open beta end? Not not in this uh, story. I'll re-click on it. But no, I think it's just they're talking about when the open beta is going to be. I don't think Dope. there's actually a release date yet. Um, no, doesn't seem to be. I love it. I love it. If this just, yeah, if this is just out in open beta until it eventually just goes full, that's, I'm very into that news. I know you're going to yeah. play a Shaggy, Adam, but it's a two-person team. Who's your second? Who's your second person? Oh, it depends what they put in there. I would probably... I can't do Taz because that's you. You know, oh, yeah. I don't really want to do the combo, but Velma's also there. Shaggy and Velma, team it up. I'm getting Taz and Jake the Dog from Adventure Time. I do like Jake the Dog. Harley yeah. Quinn's also probably good, especially because it's Terra Strong. I like that. How strong? Terra Strong! Assassin's Creed! Delisting gets clarified from Ryan Denzel at IGN. There are two parts of the story. One of them worth freaking out about. The second part says, remember when you freaked out about the first part? Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. So Ubisoft is doing some little spring cleaning 
and they are removing access to Assassin's Creed Liberation HD on Steam, even for, for people who have already bought the game. Uh, people spotted the that the game can no longer be purchased on Steam. And there's a quote that says, at the request of the publisher, Assassin's Creed Liberation HD is no longer available for sale on Steam. But the thing that got people up in a tizzy says, How, uh, quote, this title will not be accessible following September 1st, 2022, which is what a second notice said. People freaked out because we knew that they were announcing they were shutting down like online connectivity for 15 different games on that same date, with Liberation being one of those games. But it seemingly looked like people were not going to be able to even play the game itself, even if they had bought it, which is like, that's a no-no. That's a big no. Even when Sony was like, we're going to shut down all PS Vita, PSP, and PS3 game stores, but you're still going to be able to play your shit and re-download mm -hmm. it if you bought it. Uh, so that, the internet went crazy, and Ubisoft said, whoa, 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 hold on. Just to let you know, as stated in our support article, only the DLC and online features will be decommissioned. If you own the game, you'll still be able to access it, play, or re-download it. You just can't play the DLC or do online stuff. So uh, that's the the summation of that little whole thing. It's it's kind of unfortunate that DLCs are included in that thing. Like online features, I get. Eventually, you have to shut down those servers. But like DLCs becoming inaccessible? I don't know anything about the Assassin's Creed Liberation DLCs or whether there was anything actually worth playing uh, outside of the first like hour of that game that I played on PSP, but or PS Vita, but that just seems weird to me that you can't play DLCs. That sucks. Yeah, unless they were like a multiplayer, like online, like the the servers got to ping because you're doing a high score thing. Oh, if sure. That's what the yeah. DLC is. Maybe I again, I also don't know what the Liberation DLC is because no one played it. So great. <laughs> All right, Adam. It's time for Game on Game Show. The Game on Game Show. We play a game called Game on the Gaming Show on a Game Show. Game, 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 game. Do you know what next week is? Mm, uh, July 20-something. It is Christmas in July. Oh. And for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere, oh, it's going to be a hot one. <laughs> hot, hot summer. It's going to be a hot summer Christmas. So we're playing a game today called Hot Christmas. And <laughs> real quick, when you were worried that I was going to like kind of like step on the toes of your game on game show, uh -huh. the minute just because I said the word hot, did you really think I was going to do a Christmas in July? <laughs> I don't know. We were both doing hot summer themed things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A hot Christmas. So here's how this is going to work. I first need you to pick, before I reveal the game, I need you to pick a publisher. And we can do this one of two ways. You can pick a publisher that you would like to use for the rest of the game. Or you can pick a number, and then that will be randomly assigned to a publisher that we pick. Oh, what's the numbers from what to what? It'll be from 1 to 26, and that stands for a letter, and we pick a publisher that starts with that letter. Gotcha. 17. All right. I'm not wearing my watch. Damn it. I have no um, idea what letter of the alphabet that is. Watch random. Fucking oh. Q or something. What letter is 17th? Q. It is Q. Oh, wow. Look <laughs> at me. There's got to be somebody with a Q, right? Let's see. Game publishers that start with Q. Oh, I typed one instead of Q. Eat my ass. <laughs> Quantic Dream, Quicksilver, Q Entertainment. Let's not do Q. Yeah, that sucks. Yep. 
Uh, why don't you? Why don't you just just pick a publisher? Any publisher. Devolver. Devolver. Great. Devolver Digital. Here's the thing. It's Christmas next week. Yeah. Specifically, hot Christmas. Hot, hot Christmas. And we didn't have any kind of like community game event. So like we didn't have like a, a Christmas themed thing going on in any of our online services on on digital uh, Devolver Digital Games. So what we need to do is we need to take an existing game from Devolver Digital and we need to do like bare minimum make it Christmas theme. But we're not just doing Christmas theme. We're doing hot Christmas. So instead of oh. snow, think sand. And instead of presents, think conch shells or something like that. I don't know. We can still uh -huh. use lights. But I want you to take a Devolver game and I want you to make it a hot Christmas Devolver game. How do we put out a patch for a week? Bare minimum, because we ran out of time, and make this a hot Christmas game. <laughs> just the idea. Hot Christmas is not a thing, so you're asking me to it make... It is now a thing. Hot Christmas is a thing. Change to a thing that does not exist. Oh, my God. All right. Oh, I'm looking at a list of Devolver Digital published games. Uh-huh. And we got to make it Christmas hot Christmas theme. We got to make it hot so, Christmas theme real quick. What are we doing so, to make one of these games hot Christmas? Oh, man. How about my friend Pedro... Ooh, okay, okay. The game it's... where the banana talks to you and you shoot people. Yep. Um, but let's just, oh, perfect. There was that, we love him. Jonathan Taylor Thomas had that movie yes. where he was a Santa Wild and America. had to get home for Christmas. Huh? Jonathan Taylor Thomas was a was a, a Santa? Maybe it was Tim Allen. There was a movie well, where somebody Santa was Claus. a... No. <laughs> There's a Google this. There's a movie where... Yeah. Where a guy has to get home for Christmas and he's in the desert at some point. I remember that from the trailer. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, I'll be home for Christmas. It's a Disney movie. I'll be home for Christmas. There we go. So yes, there we go. Santa Claus. He's already in the desert. There's the sand for the hot, hot summer. Okay. So we get Jonathan Taylor Thomas in the beat up Santa suit going through the desert talking to a Christmas banana as he shoots people. Excellent. Okay. Great. You've done it. You did hot Christmas. But... It was such a raving success that oh we realized we need to get a jump start, on, jump start on some more holidays. So we're going to do the same thing for hot Labor Day. Coming up September. <laughs> hot Labor Day, my favorite <laughs> we, holiday. Yeah. Now we have a little bit more of lead time on this one, so we can do a little bit more with hot Labor Day than we could for hot Christmas. So let's take another Devolver game and figure out how we're going to make really capitalize on hot Labor Day. <laughs> I, what is Labor Day? Labor Day is a celebration of beaches and drinking alcohol. It's like every other holiday. Yeah, it feels just like 4th of July, except for no fireworks. Here we go. I've got it already. Looking at this list helped me a lot. So, we, you know, picture this. Was, you know, we come up, fade from black, 60 frames a second, right? <laughs> and it's, it's a family who are like, hey, no work today. This is awesome. This is great. Hey, Jimmy, why don't you head into the garage and get Dad some some hamburger patties so we can throw them on the grill? All right, Dad. Oh, geez, I got to answer my eyes. I'll go in there and do it. <laughs> um, and he goes into the thing to open up the, get the hamburger patties and the hot mm -hmm. dogs. And what comes out of it but a writhing mass of tentacles and flesh. It's carrion Labor Day edition. <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. You're the I big love monster it. and you, you go through neighborhoods as they're having barbecues and not working and you kill other people and you look like a hamburger patty because you're a bunch of meat. 
I love it. Uh, do you? It, it's just murder. There's no like I'm here to get all the the glizzies or I want to play no, badminton. You're and no there. One with me. You're collecting all the ants in the eyes. So you have to go to all the ant hills <laughs> okay. and get all the ants in the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Adam, that didn't do well. Oh no. Yeah. Hot Labor Day carry-on did not sell well, so we really got to pick up the slack for Hot Halloween. Mm-hmm. Now we were we were resting on our laurels a little bit, thinking like, all right, we've got we got a lead on Hot Labor Day, so we went all the way to the end of September before we realized Hot Carry-on was not going to Hot Labor Day carry-on was not going to do it. So we've got three weeks to get something out for Hot Halloween. What do we do, and how do we make it hot? Oh, Global boy. warming, so- of course, is going to keep Halloween very very hot. Yeah, looking through this list, man, there's some fun stuff. So I had an idea for a Halloween ape out where it's like, oh, that kid's dressed up as a gorilla. And then it's a real girl that kills the kid. Um, but we're not going <laughs> to okay. go that dark. This is be a real simple and easy one. We get costumes. We get a witch with a big hat and a big wart. We get, um, you know, a lion. <laughs> Because kids love to be lions for Halloween. We get we get a sneezy 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 McDuffelson. He got a big nose and there's snot coming out of it. And what is sneezy McDuffelson? And the game that we're putting all these fun Halloween costumes, genital jousting, which apparently was there was we go. published by Devolver Digital. So you're big genitals with Halloween costumes on. <laughs> Sneezy McDuffelson with snot coming out of him and genital yeah. jousting. Mm-hmm. And then one with warts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing. It did not hit with the audiences we were expecting it to. Oh, no. But kids age 8 to 12 can't get enough of this shit. They are loving poking each other with these hot warty witch penises. They yeah, fucking yeah. love it. So hot Halloween, big success. Okay. And Devolver is hungry for more. How do we take the same success and go into yet another hot holiday, thanks to global warming, hot Thanksgiving. It's How do we take hot, a devolver thing and make a hot Thanksgiving? Oh, so we're gonna we're gonna do this. Uh, we're gonna take this game, right? Think of think of all your favorite your Thanksgiving characters. You got Pilgrim A, Pilgrim B, mm-hmm. um, Native American Johnny, and they're all gonna hang out at the at the thing where the people eat, and then. People from the future come through a porthole and a wormhole and they come down and it's enter the gungeon and but you kill people from the 17th century. So we we it's a Thanksgiving massacre. Basically. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the massacre everybody, not just the Native Americans. We're gonna spread it out. You're gonna kill all the okay. white people too, kill all the Protestants, kill all the dudes with okay. the buckles on their feet, and um, you know. And and then, you know, maybe a Native American just to make it fair, but not too many. We don't want to be mean to those guys. Got it. Thanksgiving Massacre did not sell as well as we wanted, but it doesn't matter because Hot Halloween is still flying off the shelves. We left that one up and running even past Halloween. And, of course, Hot Christmas comes right back around again in December. We just reuse the same assets without even having to worry about creating something new. So that's just free money. So that was it. Thank you so much for making sure the Devolver Digital successfully navigates the holiday season, the hot, hot holiday season this year. Those hot holidays like Labor Day. Yeah. That's it for Game on Game Show, and that is it for episode 267 of Respawn Aim Fire. Everyone, are you playing Metal Wolf Chaos XD? If you're not, then fuck you. That's it. That's the message. 
That's your home doctor. Yeah, that's from the doctor. You've got a prescription from Dr. Windows to go play Metal Wolf Chaos XD. And he says, take this prescription to the window at CVS. And you get there and you hand it to him. And the person looks at you and says, this is, is this a joke? You say, what? Is this a, is this a joke, sir? You say, well, I don't understand. And she turns it around and it just says, fuck you on it. <laughs> and then... And then you're like, did he stutter? My doctor wrote that. Give me the fucking game. <laughs> and so, if you... <laughs> so, <laughs> go get your Metal Wolf Chaos XD. Play it this month. It's our barf game. <laughs> It's our barf game. I wish I had a piece of paper to write fuck you on. <laughs> Holy shit. It's, uh, for those of you who don't know what a barf game is, that's backlog accomplishment with respawn and friends. Uh, it's a, a thing that we do once a month. It's a game that we give you a poll, and our patrons over at patreon.com slash fire tell us what they want us to play from that poll so that we can uh, talk about it late in the month. So... You've got the rest of July to finish it. You do not have to be a patron to play it. Anyone can play it. You just need a prescription from your doctor window. Uh, and uh, that's it. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Whew. That's a, that was a good end of that show. <laughs> that's it, everybody. Uh, until next time, here's our usual sign-off. Fuck you. <laughs> from Sneezy McDufferton. <laughs>